Wow, that's really interesting to know that even banks are using this. So by the sorry, billions, by the billions, yeah. By the billions. Okay, yeah. so you've heard it, everybody. Banks are using this vehicle by the billion. If you're watching this episode, you're interested in finance and making money. But a small disclaimer to get us started here. Do your own research. This content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find in this episode, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Whew, that was a mouthful. Well, now that's over. Enjoy the show. Uh, Peter, welcome to the show. Connect the dots. It's so lovely to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me, Alexander. Awesome. So for those of you who don't know Peter, uh, Peter works in the finance industry and he's going to help share today his journey on how he transforms debt and makes it work for us. So Peter, without further ado, do you mind telling us about a little bit about your story and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my story is really about... Um, you know, it's a journey of like really just doing the right thing, right? That's where I came from. I got a job at a big tech company in sales and was in that industry for upwards of 20 years, just going, you know, I spent 14 years at the first company and then doing a year after year, after year just doing changes to different companies and realizing that, um, you know, I just, the company wasn't going to solve my problem. I really had to find it in myself. And, uh, you know, once I left, got rid of the biweekly paycheck, I think was the most freeing thing for me it allowed me space in my mind to be able to find and truly find my passion. Uh, I found that when I, when I came out, I was pretty much a blank slate in terms of, I didn't really have a lot of creativity. So I've been working on that the last few years and, um, you know, it gave me space to, to start just learning, right? Um, I tried to go back to school, take like different things like CMA, CPA, all these things. And just, I couldn't pick up a book longer than, you know, 30 minutes without kind of falling asleep. And uh, once I left corporate, it was, it just kind of flowed. I picked up Rich Dad Poor Dad again, started going hardcore into that and real estate investing. And then going to what I do now in terms of um, the infinite banking concept and using that as a process to, um, to take control of the banking function in your life, which we can go into a little bit deeper on uh, in the conversation. And then finally, just mindset, right? Like having that as a core piece to the whole journey, right? I think that was probably the biggest piece that was missing for me in terms of just understanding myself and being able to understand how I can serve um, others. All right, thank you for that. And so I think this concept of financial freedom is something I think, especially nowadays, is, it seems so foreign because of all this COVID stuff um, and just figuring out ways to make money work for you. So I would love to know your take on what's the first step that someone can take if they wanted to achieve this, you know, making the banks work for them and achieving financial freedom. Yeah, for sure. I think sometimes it just comes to very basics in terms of, you know, look at how you're spending, right? You know, don't spend more than what you uh, more than what you make. Those are those are obvious pieces. But you know, like that's something I felt like I was doing. But it also comes down to the biggest problem that I solve every day, and what I do is really the banking function and how people bank, and they don't realize how much money they're losing through that system. 
One is there's, there's two parts of the problem. One is, um, you know, the money you borrow. So people think that you're paying, Oh, I'm only paying 2% on my mortgage or, you know, I've got a car loan that's at 0% or whatever that may be. But if you look at overall across all the, the money that you borrow from a bank, a lending institution, the volume you're losing is 34 and a half cents of every dollar. That's a massive piece. The second part of the equation is the money that you spend in cash. Once you spend that money, it's gone forever and you've lost opportunity to earn interest on that money. So that's the problem we solve. We capture that in your own banking system. So if you think of, if you're losing 34 and a half cents of every dollar and you're trying to save 10% to get ahead, even if you made a massive return on that savings for investment, you'll never catch up to what you're losing at the back end through the banking system. So that's why we, we concentrate on focusing on controlling the banking function in your life to not only save money, but also to use it now, right? So it's not just about saving for the future. It's, you know, you have more of a, a need for money now than you do when you die. Right. And I, I think that goes back to the point of, you know, value now or money now is more valuable than money later, right? Taking inflation, all that into consideration. And so to get started on this path, I mean, yes, we can look at where I'm spending, but if I have some money, uh, say I had, I don't know, a thousand bucks, you know, uh, for those who are listening, if you're coaches, if you're entrepreneurs, you have some excess cash flow and you want to make that money work for you. I would come and find you. And what would that look like if we were to work together? Yeah, in terms of working together, we really need to understand a person's why, what they're doing, what their objectives are, uh, whether or not it's in the personal life or in their business, and be able to create a system that allows them, you know, like people say, oh, you're a financial advisor, but I would say, you know, we're almost an, like an anti-financial planner or that type of thing. We don't concentrate on the investment piece. I think people, there's lots of opportunities to learn but that, that outside, we concentrate on focusing on the banking function, really being able to uh, help people solve those problems, whether or not it's debt recapture. So taking, you know, taking on debts you may have at a bank, recaptured in your own system, and then pay yourself back. It's total mind shift, right? That's the thing. So we work with people who really want to um, invest their time and educate themselves in terms of, in terms of doing that. So that could be debt recapture, could be having more access to capital for investments or to pour back into their business. Um, but while you use that money, it's still growing in the asset that you've, you've um, deposited in the first place. So that's kind of the, the mind shift, right? It's not like you go and save up cash and once you spend it, that money's gone. We save it in an asset and we leverage that asset to be able to use it. And so that asset's still growing while your investment or whatever you've put that money into is still serving its purpose. Okay. So I think this is all great. This sounds awesome to be able to take my cash and make it work for me, but I would love to paint a picture for the viewers. Um, for me, I'm kind of a visual kind of guy. And so I think it would help hit home what we're trying to do here. Um, so say, for example, I were to give you, I don't know, $5,000, right? When I hand that out over to you, I guess, through e-transfer or credit card or whatever it is, where does that money go and how can I have access to it so that I can actually use that to pay off debt and use money at the same time? Because I'm not seeing that picture quite clearly. 
Right. Okay. So you're not giving the money to me. You're putting it into an asset that ultimately you control and you own the product we use. So it's, there's, there's two parts to it, right? One is the product because anybody can sell your product, but really what we sell more than not sell people, but help people on the process, right? Because that's so important. The product we use is a very specific uh, form of life insurance called participating dividend paying uh, whole life insurance. And it's been around in Canada. Um, some of the oldest companies have been around for 173 years and have paid out dividends year after year after year. So we're putting in an asset that has all the attributes of a banking system, but be able to use it for yourself. You put the money in to that system. And so there's, there's components to that. It becomes a unilateral contract with guarantees where you put that money in and your cash value has to grow to the death benefit by the time you're 100. So think of you put in a money, all you're doing is you go to sleep. The next day, your, your cash value has grown. And the closer you get to 100, the faster it grows. And so we're, taking, we're using the policy growing the death benefit, which actually accelerates the cash growth. And they said it's a guarantee that none of these insurance companies have failed um, even through. So if we're talking 173 years, the ones that we deal with are running from 100 to 173 years old and have never not paid out dividends, which in turn helps the growth. So we've been through pandemics, we've been through recessions, we've been through whatever else. It's really um, a product that is um, adverse to politics, to any, anything else that's, that's going on in the world. Um, because the way that insurance companies are work or similar to the bank, they uh, lend with security and have money coming back to them. And then in turn, uh, we use the processes the same way. We use our money in a guaranteed fashion and be able to leverage it and have it grow every day. Well, while, while we, we get to use it. Nice. Okay. And so you're saying it's, it's kind of like creating our own banking system. So when you say banks, I think of like TD, Canada Trust, BMO, all these big banks, right? Um, so yes, they have customer service, which some of them are phenomenal. Um, but to do it yourself, is it a very, you know, self-serve kind of system? And how much fluidity do you have with your cash? Like say I wanted to gift my daughter or my son 10,000 bucks. Could I, would I be able to do that through your system or through the system that you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So I would say you would still need a bank for purposes of debit and credit to be able to, to move money through you. The simple, the process of getting the money from the insurance company is super easy. Send in a form, they send it back to you within a couple of days, no credit checks, no, you know, there's no, not all that extra information needed where you would typically have to at a bank, right? Um, because it's your money, you, you own the contract. Um, then that's, so that's, it's maybe one extra step in terms of just, you know, you might have to wait a couple of days to get the money, but once you have it in your account, it's, it's ready to go and, and you can certainly do whatever you wish to with that money. Um, the idea is there's, there's two parts of the process. One is you borrow the money, but also because it's a bank. So think of this. If you borrow money from a bank, right? You go and you're like, you have no problem paying back the bank principal and interest all day long, right? Hmm. So the second part of the equation when we talk about is when we borrow money from our own asset, shouldn't you want to pay back yourself and your family 
principle and interest. So that's kind of the mind shift that we get into is, is to keep that system growing, sustained and to grow forever. You need to have that mindset of if you're, if you have your own bank, why would you not pay back yourself principal and interest as well? So there's, you have to be mindful of that. And that's where we have to really work with people on that process to be disciplined, to help them. Every dollar you put back into that system, you get to reuse it anyway. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you put it? It's your money has to sit somewhere. So why wouldn't it put it into your own system? Right. Neat. And so now I'm curious to know, what does it take for a minimum to start working with this system and what kind of expectancy can I kind of look forward to, to say that I want to hit financial freedom by the time I'm, I don't know, 40, right? Do I have to put away a hundred grand now and let it sit for a bit and say, okay, I'll be good by 40 or could it be less? It depends on how old you are, I guess. But yeah, I mean, you look at it and uh, you know, if you put a hundred dollars in a bank, per month, it'll grow to $1,200, right? If you put $200 in the bank per month, it'll be $2,400. So certainly the amount that you put in will relate to how much you uh, can take out. Um, but in terms of building for um, your specific need, that's what we have to work with you on, right? Because some people have needs to pay off debt right now. Some people are looking for passive income um, when or if they retire, right? So there's different pieces, but doesn't preclude you from using it now. You can put money in and borrow money right away, right? Within 30 days of, of putting your money into the, into the policy. Right. And is there kind of any penalties that come with it? Like say I want to over borrow or can I borrow more than what I lend? What is that like? Yeah, you can borrow up to 90% of the cash value that's in the policy and there's no penalties. That's the idea is that you have ultimate control over that. So as you are, you are borrowing, you're borrowing from the participating pool of the life insurance company. And so there is interest and any interest you pay will go back to the participating pool. But at the same time, because there's a life insurance policy, which is tied to your, um, to you, you never have to pay back the interest either. Right? So there's not a plan of, you know, I need to pay back monthly and you pay back this amount of year. You are in ultimate control in terms of how you want to pay back that loan, whether or not it, whether or not it's, you know, monthly, yearly, what rate, how long you want to amortize that over, or if all, if you're in times like this, maybe some people can't afford to put money back in to their policy, right? So, you know, let it slide for a few months before you get back in your feet and start putting it back in. Right. Knowing that when you put dollars back in, you'll be able to take dollars out again later on. Okay. It sounds pretty fluid and sounds really kind of like a unicorn thing. Like, I mean, not many people know about this, I'm assuming. And so really that's what we're trying to do is here to spread that message of, you know, you can take control of your money. Right. Um, and so going back to the point of what do I need to get started? I mean, maybe, maybe I need a hundred bucks. Maybe I need 5,000. What does that look like for the average Joe who wants to start on this journey? Say he's 25. And he wants to start working with your, your services. So how does that work? Yeah. So maybe it is someone, I mean, we would go through the needs analysis in terms of what they, um, what objective they're trying to accomplish. Right. So that would be the, the first thing. Um, and then depending on where you're at, if it is, it, we get into when, why I say that it's just everybody is coming from a different place and is going to a different place. So that's what we need to understand. I know what, how you, how you're set up, what your objectives are. 
um, if it's paying off debt, then we might have different focus in terms of how we, we would use the money, right? So taking it out and paying off loans. So think of, um, you know, you think of, you have a loan with a, with a bank and you know, think of like, um, paying down a structured loan versus a, versus a line, right? Which is unstructured. And those are two different types of um, loans that we can help people recapture. We would probably focus on getting something that's structured because a structured is a fixed amount with a fixed amount of interest, whereas a line would be something where we can just pay down minimum interest, build money in our system, and then lop down big amounts. So you're minimizing the amount of interest that you're losing or paying out to the banking system. Hmm. Um, and so someone 25 may not have a lot of debt. Maybe they have student debt, but maybe it's just living expenses. So it's ways of capturing money to be able to use for monthly expenses, whether it's rent or groceries or whatever that may be. Right. Okay. So let's fast forward to a few years ahead. Say you're in your fifties and you own a house and you have a mortgage with one of these banks. I don't know, one of the big, big banks. Could we potentially take that mortgage? Well, I'm assuming you have to invest the money first before you use the money, right? There's no lending here. Okay. So whatever money you have, you can potentially pay back your mortgage with the interest that you make. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, you can, you can certainly use it to pay down. As you said, the, you know, the volume interest that we lose to the banking system is, is pretty massive. So, um, a mark, I would say a mortgage is a, is a, it's like taking on an elephant and you don't do it in one, you know, you, how do you take down an elephant one bite at a time? Right. So yeah, it takes time to get through that, to be able to, to fire the bank in your life. Right. Um, so that's where we'd have to work through a process to understand how you're financially set up, what your cash flows is so that we can pay it off in a way that doesn't impact your daily cash flow, but allows you to use it to your advantage to pay down debt and take control of it to yourself. Right. Okay. Nice. Thank you. And so in your experience, what kind of transformation in your life has this created? And is this something that someone can use to maybe quit their job one day and sit down and wait for the passive income from this growing vehicle to, to fund their daily lives? Uh, it could be something in the future that you may want to use when you retire for passive income. I would say, think of it as a bank though, right? So it's not going to be um, your, your all out income stream per se. That's not how I use it anyways. How I got into it myself was I was pretty deep into real estate. I was getting, I was having issues of getting access to capital. You know, you go to the banks and they have to, you know, all the information you need to give them, or they might just kind of tap you out at, at a certain point. Right. So that's helped me in terms of become a better real estate investor. And that's my form of cash flow. That's one of the forms of cash flow that I have coming in is through my passive investments. In addition to what I do today, um, be, being a practitioner of the infant banking concept. And um, so I would say you want to have, same as any kind of business, you want to be able to feed this business for, to capitalize a business to help it grow before it really creates that steam, has that you know flywheel effect of growing much faster than the amount of money that you put in. You said it'll compound over time. The longer you let it compound, the better it'll go. But I'm not saying don't use it now because people need money now, not when they die per se. Um, so I think with all this information, it's super useful 
and someone's interested to work with you, how do they get in touch with you and what do they need to do? Yeah, I think for me, it would just, uh, we would do, there's a couple of things is there's such a learning curve to it. Um, I can certainly provide any information in terms of just getting a baseline to it. I mean, even in a quick conversation, it's really hard to cover off. We have um, webinars that I can, I can send through podcasts, anything like that. I have books on it as well. That uh, depends on how people learn. Everybody learns in a different way. I find some people are more visual, some more um, through audio, but um, yeah, I would say just reach out to me at Peter at Cashflow Canucks um, .ca. And uh, from there I can, I can step them through the process to understand how they learn and be able to um, get that information out to them. And then from there we can do typically what we do is just a one session just to give you clarity on the process because it is such a mind shift. I think, um, you know, I've, that's, that's really the hardest part is over, overcoming kind of the, all the stuff that we have built up in our mind in terms of not that we don't think, but things that we've done for generations that just are kind of built into the process and you don't think, Oh, I have no problem using the bank. Why wouldn't I? But if you realized how much money that you were losing in your, your life that was going out the back door and the banks are making, well, we know they're making billions of dollars off, off us. Right. And the ironic part is, is banks are the biggest consumers of this product too. And they wouldn't tell you, right. They want all your money in GICs and, equities, all those other things where they're guaranteed to make money off of, but we're not per se, right? At least on the equity side of things. Right. Wow. That's really interesting to know that even banks are using this. So by the billions, by the billions. Yeah. By the billions. Okay. So you've heard it, everybody. Banks are using this vehicle by the billions and we're not on it. Or a lot of us aren't on it. So it may be time to look into If you're interested in working with Peter, I will leave all the descriptions and the info in the links and um, everything below. And Peter, I just want to say thanks for joining us. It was awesome. And I look forward to seeing what comes out of this and people are going to reach out to you. All right. Thanks, Alexander. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Peter. Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode with Peter Lount and want to support me, please go to coachalexlin.com. There you'll find more podcast episodes, how to join an exclusive Facebook group of amazing storytellers, and a ton of other resources for coaches and entrepreneurs. You'll also be able to learn more about coaching and how to work with me one-on-one. So if you want to help me, please visit coachalexlin.com. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be super helpful if you could go to iTunes and give this show a rating. This would be a huge help to spreading my message with the rest of the world and help me achieve my mission of transforming the lives of 1,000 people. So thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.